Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Grown Match Podcast. I am Mike J, and I have with me. This is Bowtie Fresh. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Living large and college. Man, we miss y'all. We ain't did this, and we did. We done our other shows. We did this like you know two weeks. Man, what's been going yeah. on, man? What's been going on with you, Bo? Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely want to apologize to, to to the fans and the people. You know, uh, there has been a lot, a lot, a lot of things going on uh, for for both Bowtie for for Mike J and myself, Bowtie, and we've been we've been trying to get some things taken care of um, in all aspects of life. It's, it's, it's been rough, so we appreciate y'all rocking with us still, and hopefully y'all are refreshed. You know, we're feeling refreshed and rejuvenated, got some things taken care of. I hope you guys are too and ready for a great show. But uh, not, not you know, it's been a lot going on, bro. To answer your question, man, it's, it's been a lot going on. A lot of things going on with, with my kids and their activity level and um, kind of running around doing a lot with that. And, you know, there's been uh, some family things going on. My uh, my little niece was born, so there's been a lot going on with that. She's got uh, just, just a, a little bit uh, of, a, of a health thing um, going on. So we've been uh, on bending knee and praying about that. She is doing very well. Um, but other than that, man, just just trying to be low key, you know. Everybody here lately is it's, it's been one of those things with all the crazy things going on. You know, everybody's just kind of being closer to each other, and you know, as far as family is concerned and friends, and um, just everybody just kind of just being low key, just enjoying the simple things in life. Um, but that's that, that's really it, man. Trying to get ready to go into this holiday weekend. You know, want to have a want to have a little, or I should say, weekend. This holiday, this week, the middle of the week, uh, want to have a little bit of fun. Got to got some cookouts that I'm gonna go to and. Play some dominoes, play a little horseshoes, be real old school. What about you? No, oh, damn. I'm in chilling, man. You know, dealing, you know, dealing with a little family stuff, man. But man, enough about that, man. I'm to I'm excited, man. I've been wanting to, you know, work on the show for the last couple of days, man. So, hey, let's jump to it, bro. Then we can kind of. I think the people are really gonna enjoy this one. I hope they do, because you know we've been working hard on it. And before, uh, before we really get started, man, I'm going to rest in peace for, to the people who lost their lives in the Capitol uh, Gazette shooting. For those who don't know, uh, had a had a gunman came into the Capitol Gazette, and that's a newspaper in uh, Annapolis, Maryland, and he shot, he killed five people. So that's another mass shooting that's going on in, in the United States. So uh, definitely want to feel, you know, you feel horrible that you go to work and then you don't come home because someone shoots up, shoots up, a, shoots up your workplace. So. Definitely yeah. on RIP to them. Yeah, and, and prayers to their family and, and loved ones that are affected as well. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a tough time when something like that happens, as Mike J said. So definitely just want to keep keep all those affected, you know, in one way or another, you know, in your prayers and lift them up. All right, man. So also last week, man, we, we had an icon pass away, and that would be Joseph Jackson. You know, and for those who know, yeah. we all know who Joseph Jackson is, the leader of, you know, the father figure of the Jackson Five, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, Reby Jackson, Latoya, you know, but, man, so, so Sunday, you know, Joe passed the other day, man. They had some funny memes and everything about Joe passing, man. So Jackson American Dream came on. That's, for those who know me, is one of my favorite movies. So I just kept clicking out with, well, watching for him to turn the commercial, and all my favorite parts came on. They had the part when the uh, part I didn't see was when Joseph killed the rat. They had the part when Joseph had a, uh, I think it was Jackie. And Jackie had fought one of the dudes from Boys to Men, and they was trying to run up on Jackie. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, y'all want to fight?" 
was through a fight. <laughs> Yo, right. man, Joseph was boys fighting to the death. And I seen yeah, my boy Joseph. I was say, that, was, that was my favorite scene, but in that, in that little back alley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fighting no. Alley. <laughs> no, they got, you talking about, he got, when they got jumped, that's when they fought in the back alley. Yeah. He fought Jackie. Yeah, Jackie and them fought in the yard. <laughs> Yo, no, my, man, they let. My alley fight. Uh, Joseph, Joseph got washed. He, man, he, he tried to hold his own, man, but. Yo, Joseph yeah. got snuffed out, then he fell against the gate. <laughs> so I seen that part. Then my ultimate favorite part when Joseph was out there cheating, he was like, he was like, uh, can I get some uh, ice cream? I'm not feeling good. So she said, oh, Joseph, we do have ice cream. Uh, pecan? What a pecan? <laughs> so then, you know, Katie leaves. Yo, so, so, so Joseph, let me ask you this, man. If you're going to be out there cheating, I know it was probably the early 80s, but damn, Joseph, why was you having a call to crib? You couldn't have had a business right. line or nothing like that for Jackson business <laughs> only. You wasn't letting the family go to the pool party at Barry Gordy's house, but you had your side piece calling the crib. Oh man, Joseph had the game all messed up. Hey, Joe, but, Joe, yeah, Joe could have been one of the originators with the, with the, with the first pager, man. You go ahead and break out the yeah, pager. Yeah, that's the new. That's what I'm saying, back man. Back then, the new technology. <laughs> hey, like yo, Joseph. I mean, it's like this. You got your side calling the crib. And I ain't even realized this thing that Joe had her up in the crib. I mean, she's calling the crib and and coming through. Like, damn, Joe, you right. couldn't have took it to the hotel. I'm sure they had a. Uh, I'm sure they had a Days Inn or a Holiday Inn or a Motel Six <laughs> somewhere around <laughs> around a Jackson Estate. You could have went on, slid on through. You just hey, nasty. Joe, we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but then Joe was like, "Did you get the money I sent you, or what?" <laughs> I sent you a money order. <laughs> Yo, Joe was serious in the mug, boy. So I wanted to know what, what baby girl looked like. Cause she sounded like she could have been bad if Joe bringing her to the crib and having to call a number and all that type of stuff. She could have been like a 1980 Bria Miles or something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Bria Miles. I know, right? I know. <laughs> that'll, that'll make you know, make, make a boy leave home. But before I get in trouble, <laughs> man, let's uh, get to that damn Trump news, man. So, yo, this immigration debate stuff been crazy. You know, he's been using all this this coded coded. Uh, you know, he's he's t- talking bad about Sister Maxine Waters. What's going on with the orange orangutan, man? Hey, man, that dude, he's lost his mind. But like like you said, it's a, it's one of them things that he's he's just kind of pushing and promoting some some of that uh some of that non positive rhetoric. Um, he, you know, the things that he's saying about Maxine Waters. Let, let me just put a public service announcement out there. If anything happens to the Queen Maxine, the mother, the Maxine mom. Waters, y'all best believe there's going to be some smoke in the city and some furniture moving. We riding out for that. So You're anybody that has any ill will or ill thoughts, y'all, y'all, y'all better get it straight. No, no, no. Y'all, y'all don't come, y'all don't come close to the water. Yeah, she told them she, they better shoot straight if they going to shoot at her. Hey, that's them old, them old black women. I love them. They ain't taking that right. shit from a white man. Hell no. She ain't taking his shit either. She took some greens and talking bad about Trump. Oh, hell no, man. So You're right. You know, he can, yeah, but he can, it's, it's, just, it's just more of the same, man. It, it, it's, there's, there's nothing different. You know, just put, pushing that agenda, that, that, that aggressive speech, that that hate speech, just just, just that rhetoric that, that is not very productive at all. It, it's just more of the same. He's He's known for attacking people, you know, even before he was, um, in, uh, I guess you could say, inducted or, or sworn in as the president. He was doing that stuff on the campaign trail and all that. So it, it's just more of the same. Um, and, again, a lot of people just look at it as, 
he's just talking because at, at the end of the day, we all know that this dude, that's all he likes to do. He likes to hear himself. He likes to hear himself talk. He likes to see and hear himself on TV. He's very self-absorbed. So, you know, he can go ahead with that. But uh, like Mike J said, a lot of the the debate and all this type of stuff about immigration is ridiculous. You, there, there's, a, there's a way to handle things, um, especially with something as sensitive as this. And he's just going about it all the wrong way. So, you know, just kind of, kind of waiting for, 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 for the hammer to drop on this guy. You know, it, I, I would really like for, I was hoping that he would prove me wrong, you know, and do something great for, for the people, but it's, that's not the case. And I don't see it being the case in any of the, any of his turn, man. Nah, I'm. Uh, I have no. I have no faith in he's anything. He's like you say. He's a self. He's he's an egomaniac. But the scary thing about it is he's not gonna bust a grape. But his base, he got some crazy people there. So you willing to put yeah, death threats and everything else there? So this fan in the flames of of that racist behavior is is beyond sickening. So you know. But the funny part is, did you hear about that fool got pranked by a comedian? He thought it was no. a, he, the dude got on there. Yeah, so the cat got on there was saying that he was like a Democratic senator, a Democrat senator, and Trump was having a conversation with him. So I guess they finally figured it was like a prank. So the Secret Service came to the dude's house. I forgot his name, but yeah, I'm like, damn dog, if you getting fooled by a comedian, this thing, what, this thing, what Putin is doing to you? Putin probably telling you all, all right. type of stuff, and he just felt like, oh, I just, I just definitely believe it. Remember, believe it. So that fool even said that he believed in Crimea, which is a part in Europe, along Russia, and that's not the case. So eventually, <laughs> when it when it all but everybody but everybody else everybody else is extraordinarily low IQ, right? Yeah, <laughs> extraordinarily low IQ. Yeah, man, get Good the hell out of here. But but man, I'm gonna push on from that bash, and I don't want to spend too much of my time with that, man, because I think that people want to hear some other stuff. Extra mail this week. So the, you know the police. You hear about what's happening on today? Uh, Reginald Fields cutting the grass. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, I heard about all that. Yeah. So this young brother was out there oh. cutting cutting somebody else's grass, and I guess it was you know you know how when you cut grass, you know you sometimes I guess he was across the property line. The person going out to say something to him, they called the police on this young brother, twelve years old. So I, I made a I made a little list, man, of things that black people can't, the white people call the police for: cutting grass, selling water, barbecuing, and expecting house. The all major right. things have happened in the last, what since and why not the whole summer, the last month and a half of white people calling yeah. the, the police on black people. What's yeah. going on? The, the 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 one thing, the one of the ones, all of these things are absolutely ridiculous. That, that's number one. Let's get that out of the, out in the open. But I was reading the article about the the black firefighter who was yeah. in his fireman gear, in his fireman gear out doing his job in a neighborhood with a big-ass red fire truck parked down the street and had the cops called on him as being suspicious. Like, at some point in time, as you know, as a 911 operator, you know, city officials, city police, whatever the case, there's got to be something to look at, look into this. I mean, people need to start being fined or, you know, arrested or what, what have you. Something needs to happen with, with some of this ridiculousness because it's, it's really gotten out of hand. You're going to call the police on a firefighter who actually provided his badge to the individual. He didn't have to do that, but he still provided his badge to them while dressed in his fireman gear with a big-ass red fire truck outside behind him and still had the police caught on him. Man, get the hell out of here, man. 
this the the some of this stuff is is all I can say some all of this shit. No, is no, all of it is beyond. It's beyond, man. A twelve a twelve year old boy cutting grass and, and the shit backfired on him because now he's he's getting like all the business in that yeah. area. And people are setting him up. People are setting him up and working with him to have him to to actually get himself set up for a a, a real business. Not just his summertime grass cutting, you know, I'm just doing this to earn some money for an Xbox game. Like, they're setting this, this young man up to be a young entrepreneur with, with business models and classes, and, and people, are, people are paying for, like, his future schooling and so forth. I mean, this, they, I, I am, I'm very happy as how people are rallying around many of these incidents, but it's ridiculous that these incidents are actually happening. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, and, and and to finish this up, not to get super religious, but man, what the devil means for what what the devil means for you know to try to get over God to keep on getting blessed. So even when these evil, hateful ass devils they do all this stuff, look at that young brother getting all it. I just seen like Tim mm-hmm. saying he got his he got his cash app thing going, got his own service line. So he's he's set up yeah. all because you couldn't stay, you couldn't go out there and say something and say, hey, you cutting my product, I'm gonna call the police. It's it's ridiculous. Right. I mean. If you know, I mean, I don't understand this. Like all the stuff the police go through, and I know it got it has to piss them off because they have to waste time out of their precious day mm-hmm. to make a run to do a report of something this frivolous. Because they said not that same that, lady. Think, go think, ahead. Think of who. I was gonna say not only that. When you talk about the police, the police are under so much scrutiny right now, and a lot of it self-imposed. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. A lot of self-imposed, but there's so much going on that the, their heads are spinning. That's number one. Number two, when they're being called out for these dumbass things, there's probably an actual crime happening somewhere that they could be attempting to, but they're wasting time with this shit. So, I mean, it's it's a twofold type thing, and these dumb fucks don't even realize it. Yeah, even beyond, like, a crime, it could be also spending time doing community policing. Actually building exactly. bonds with people in your community. So, but exactly. you, you know, they they waste so much time and resources. And then some people, and I'm not trying to get on a whole Republican Democrat thing, but yeah, certain people that vote towards a certain party are always talking about being fiscally conservative. But you you're wasting resources and manpower and money and all these right. other type of things because you want to call the police because you see a brown face somewhere. And so you know, take your extra aioli helmets, mayonnaise sandwich spread eating ass on. It's just pissing me off, man. But we have to have these segments to call out, to call out what it is. It's white privilege, and it's, I, I don't know why they're so scared of brown faces that aren't bothering them. I don't, I don't get it. Brown, brown faces that are that are literally minding their own business, not doing anything to no, anyone, and being a lot you. more per, being a lot more productive members of society than they are at that point. But you, you choose to call the police on someone. Like, I should call the police when you, when you dancing off a beat. Or when you can't drive, or you know those type of things. That's what that's what I should be making a citizen's arrest. So you know this is sickening, man. But speaking on, you know, speaking back there, you know, we passed, we gave the extra mail. Now we're gonna get the twister. So you want you want the first or second one, bro? Oh, I, I'll take the second one. All right. So the first one goes to Mayor Karen, uh, I think Piconi. She is out in uh, in Pennsylvania, in Arnold, Pennsylvania, and she shared a picture on Facebook and commented to show black people being sprayed by the wild water hose because they were protesting an unarmed shooting 
a 17-year-old Antoine Rose in Pittsburgh. And we missed our last show. Where if you don't know, Antoine Rose was unarmed, was running from the police, and was killed by a police officer who had just been sworn in that day. So people were protesting, and a mayor of a, Pittsburgh, of a Pittsburgh, yeah, a Pittsburgh uh, suburb had that comment. So Karen, yeah, Mayor okay. Karen Pacone. Same police officer who was just sworn in and was recently, um, I guess you could say, terminated or removed from his role at a college and university that he um, targeted one of the, the highest-ranking African-American officials at that university. Same cop. Yeah, so Mayor Karen Pacone, you can sit on and take that take that pepperoni chance twizzler, wind it around, sit on it, spin up, then shove it up your ass. Because there's no way as a public official that you should either dispute that type of hate. But, you know, like I said, y'all got to vote. And y'all got to vote in November. Y'all got to vote in these primaries. You got to vote. You got to vote all the time. You got to vote to get to get people out of here, especially in your local elections. Because this thing, if she's saying this publicly, this thing, this thing, what she's saying behind our backs. So yeah, go ahead and Karen Pacone, <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead, you can go ahead and get that Twizzler. You can get that old pepperoni Pacone, Pacone Twizzler. Oh, batch. <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> Not the batch. <laughs> yeah, man. Got to yeah, take it old so, school with these. Yamp. <laughs> yeah. Skis. So, uh. I'm giving the uh, Bowtie Fresh is going to give his Twizzler to uh, Pool Patrol Paula, a.k.a. Stephanie Stebby Strimple, or whatever the hell you want to call her name as. The Triple S is what you want to call her. Uh, this is the individual who assaulted the black teenager and cursed at the black teenager uh, and uh, used, berated her with racial slurs because they were swimming in a neighborhood pool. Uh, again, cursing at the teenager, telling them that they did not belong there because of the color of their skin, and became upset when teenagers were videotaping her tirades and put her hands on the team. Um, Pool Patrol Paula has since been charged with assault, as she should have been. Um, and from what I hear, she's also been fired from her job. Um, that was something that I saw on Twitter. She, her, her company coming out stating that they don't um, condone that type of uh, violent activity, um, especially toward minors, so forth and so on. So. Um, Pooh Patrol Paula has got, got everything that she had coming to her thus far, and hopefully the justice system will will uh, uphold those charges and, and make sure that she pays whatever fine or serves whatever time she needs to because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, pretty much she, she felt like she was living back in the 60s and, you know, telling the colors that they can't swim here in her water. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what she was saying. Um, and, and also, Pooh Patrol Paula was also fighting the police, too. So I'm oh, yeah, surprised, you know, at Pooh Patrol Paula, she'd have been, if her melanin would have been a different, if this complexion would have been a little different, she she could have got laid out, you know. Yeah, so been, uh, very yeah, easy to kill. Yeah. 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 At least taste. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's crazy, oh, man. Let's not talk about, let's not talk about tasing. The, the individual who was tased, um, the young man that was tased by police for complying, all of them yeah. completely complying, he's sitting on the sidewalk. And they decide to tase this. You know, they decide to tase this man while he's complying with every single command that they are that they have that they're giving him. Sitting, no, no aggression or anything like that. They just just haul off and tase the man for no good reason. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, the police have a lot of self-imposed issues that they have going on. Neither neither Mike J or myself or or or, kind of, or will, will defend. Um, as a matter of fact, we speak out openly about some of the injustices. But we understand that there are some things that the police, some police are trying to do 
and they're, the energy that they're spending on some of this dumb shit like Pooh Paula and, and all the other things that they could be spending with community relations or, or gaining further education on how to de-escalate certain situations, how to handle their temperament, so forth and so on. So um, not to backtrack, but uh, I, Bowtie Fresh is going to give uh, Pooh Patrol Paula that. We're going to give her that elongated twister. Since she likes to be at the pool, she can have that bad boy that, that, that's kind of like one of them pool noodles. Just go ahead and float on it just just enough until your feet can't touch the bottom and we, and you start to sink. I don't wish death on nobody, but her 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 life needs to, she needs to feel the same fear that those teens probably felt and that every other African American feels when the police are called on them on a ridiculous fashion. Yeah, so and like I, I said, saying, Jill, I'm out. Pooh Patrol, Paula, Mayor Karen Pacone, maybe they can just share the Twizzler. Triple P, Triple B, Triple Bitch, I don't know. But they can go ahead and suck on suck on it and just go ahead and just know. Can you know how, like, how that woman got bit by that shark? They also need to happen to people who get the Twizzler and who have extra mail. They need to go ahead and stick, they, stick their hands in the water and get bit by a shark. This is ridiculous, man. It's every, I mean, I, I find these stories all the time. I can find at least six of them a day. But, man, let's transition, mm-hmm. bro. Hey man, sports, NBA free agency. The gold is going. Oh, the gold man. is going to LA. What were you thinking when you seen when you seen that man? No, oh, when I saw LeBron was going to LA, I said, I said, look at magic work his magic. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I said, I said, man, he he didn't done it. I said, I I knew that there was, had to be something going on when Magic said if something doesn't happen between next year, this year and next year, I'm stepping down. Magic's yeah. not gonna make that bold of a statement without having something in the pocket. And, and he, he revealed what he had in the pocket. You know, Magic Johnson came through and, and stepped up for the, for the Lake show. Uh, uh, I was t- talking with, with, with Mike J and also with a group of other people, you know, uh, just about the, the lineage of players that the Lakers have had. You add LeBron James to that, uh, to that lineage of all the players, you know, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, Shaq, Big Game James. I mean, there, there's so many wilts. So many guys that have gone to purple and gold uh, that, that that are great players, man. It's, it's just crazy to, to look at that type of that type of caliber of player, that lineage that they have, man. It's ridiculous. But you know, big, big props to them, man. They they doing their thing out there. The the land of dreams out there, right? Yeah, man. Did you see the Did you see the meme when they put on on to live and die in L.A.? They put instead of Pac's face, they put LeBron's face. LeBron. Man, yeah. I was rolling. Yeah, I saw that one, and then I saw the meme of uh, of LeBron's face uh, and, and a couple of the Cavaliers' faces um, on on the faces of boys to me and saying, oh, "It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday." <laughs> hey, did you see the? Did you see LeBron the one? Being, LeBron being Wanye, of course. <laughs> yeah, did you, did you see did you see the one with uh they had like you know, LeBron as Anakin Skywalker when Anakin killed all those kids? Oh, He's talking about this yeah. is this yeah, is the, the Lakers roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh man, that's that's crazy, man. But this thing, LeBron. Okay, they get LeBron. Now let me ask you this: They got LeBron. They signed Lance Stevenson. Now they got JaVale McGee, and they got Lonzo and Lavar. And Lonzo don't really say too much, but Lavar. How what is how long do you think it's gonna take for Lavar to say something stupid and they ship Lonzo out? Uh, I I don't think it'll be long. Uh, I, I really hope for Lonzo's sake um, that that they can kind of keep his daddy's mouth shut, and nobody has been able to do that right now. So I, I really hope that it doesn't hurt him. 
Um, because I think that with the signing of Rajon Rondo, I think that that's going to help Lonzo Ball a lot. Um, not only do I help think Rajon Rondo is going to be a big asset to them, but I think he could be an asset to them with, with helping Lonzo Ball develop as a player. Um, so I, I hope that I hope that Lavar and Big Baller Bird uh, <laughs> don't don't put their foot in their mouth too much to to, to hinder his only son that's in the NBA. We all know that Jello is not going to get that shot. Not at all, <laughs> not at all. But uh, I think, I think now, I think now, I, Lavar was smart. He just like, yo, I got, I got the best player on on the planet playing with my boy. All my boy got to do is go out there and play. Because if it's a close right. race, they're no gonna, have, they're gonna start, they're gonna start Lonzo because he's the future. So yeah. he just Lonzo's got to get there. You know, seeing these, you know, put on some weight and everything. Said so he's been working on his shot. So definitely, Mike Bibby been working out. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you know Mike Bibby's on a whole yeah. other thing. You know Arizona, they known for Bibby. cheating, so hell, they might have been cheating on the PEDs too, man. Lord, here we go, here we go. Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, I ain't never seen so y'all got a coach Bibby. who y'all got a coach who was cheating, but then it was like we paid him a hundred thousand dollars, but y'all lost in the first round. Man, get out of here, man! <laughs> kind of disgusting. Get out of here! Kind of yeah, man. How you gonna yeah, cheat? No. That's that, that's like having so, that's like you cheating. That's like you cheating on your on your girl or some or some bad or whatever. You don't even smash. You just get caught getting you know get caught at the restaurant or something like that. Like Dominique Rhodes. Like now, nah, if you are gonna cheat, go on ahead and go all the way. Okay, Tristan. Hey. Was, was, hey. that a, was that a shot at Tristan Thompson? <laughs> uh, well, Tristan, hey, Tristan was getting it in, man. Tristan was tongue kissing him in the club, man. I ain't, you know, like, damn, man, you, you, you kissing some skills, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. But um, so I got a question. I got a question for you, Mike J. Big, big Pacer fan, diehard Pacer fan. I know that you are. How, how do you see uh, kind of the similar question? How do you see Lance Stevenson and LeBron James coexisting? Uh, you know, all the all Lance the gonna they fall have in line. In the he gonna fall say? in line. He gonna fall in line. LeBron, he respect them. Them dudes like that are competitive. They respect dudes and ain't scared of them. Cause they respect like you know, just like Kobe like playing with Matt Barnes and those you know those guys like that. Rajah Bell and and uh, Metal World Peace man. It's something about them guys to try to get on on the great player's skin. They like that. They like they crave the competition. It makes them better every day. And and Lance, he's smart enough to know like, huh? If I play good with LeBron, I'm good. If I'm one of LeBron's guys, I got another three or four years in the league making good money. Look at J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith had what one uh, year? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just saying, it's this. But if you if you get with the elite players, if you say my guy, that's your guy. You're gonna be on. You're gonna be on there with them. You make things comfortable. That's your no, name. I mean Lance, Lance, Lance. He gonna do wild stuff, but you know, the, you know the goat, the real goat. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna be like, yo, Lance, chill with that, or you do that to Steph Curry, stuff like that. He gonna, he gonna be extra apt when they play them big games. I could see him trying to get under James and those type of things, and and Steph and Clay and Durant and all those type of guys. That's what he's there for. You need an irritant on every team. You ain't gonna have twelve alls. You only get twelve, thirteen yeah. so, roster spots. So you, you, you think you? I, I would say you kind, you kind of look at you know. Let's just let's just say the Western Conference, Lake, Lakers and Warriors, favorites to beat the Western Conference Finals. You know, you you got you got Draymond Green and Lance Stevenson, both very similar guys. We do a lot of extra stuff to try to get under opposing players' skin or whatnot. But when you do, when you look at the when you look at the the roster for the Lakers, they they're not. It, it's not really that that far off. I mean, they've got. 
they got the young horses and Coos and Ingram that are going to bring it. They got the energy level. They they can run off them screens and all the type of stuff that 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 the uh, Warriors like to do. You know, you you're bringing in Rondo. You got Lonzo to can you know try to try to wear down yeah Steph Steph Curry. LeBron is just the X factor. LeBron and LeBron and KD. You look at those two like okay, those are going to cancel out. You start looking at the rest of it. They're not in that bad of shape, man. I mean, honestly, what the Lakers have in place right now, I think, you know, picking up picking up JaVale McGee, you know, that, that can kind of go, you know, either way. I think that they need a couple more players up front to kind of kind of run with the Lakers with their Warriors a little bit. But, I mean, they kind of have set themselves up to, to, to at least be a force that, that, that won't get pushed over. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I feel the same way with Houston, too. I think that they kind of position themselves. Um, to, to, to go up and play against the, the the likes of the Houston Rockets. You know, Lance, he can get up in, uh, up in Harden a little bit. You know, you've got, you, you, like I said, you still got Ingram and Kuz and, and LeBron kind of out there on the wings that can play multiple positions. Uh, it, it could be fun to watch, man. I think it's going to be fun to watch the West. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. A lot of people are upset about it, but I think it'll be man. fun to watch them. Like I said, every year basketballs it goes in cycles, man. In the eighties and the nineties, the East was better because the Lakers went to the finals nine times and Magic Johnson was it nine times in twelve years. The only other teams that went was the Houston Rockets and the Portland Trailblazers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Out of all those times. And the East, I mean, it's it's always in cycles. And it just happens to be the guys in the West. But like, you know, both time I was talking off air, the three biggest markets in the East now aren't good. The Knicks, yeah. the Nets, and the Bulls. Those are three of your biggest markets. They aren't good. They aren't well-run franchises. They're trash. Especially Chicago. They're trash. So this is what it is. <laughs> I was waiting for the shot. <laughs> yeah, so that's are, what man, the my, my, my Bulls are My Bulls are poorly run right now. I mean, I can't, I, yeah, I, can't this, I mean there's no the way you're the third, biggest, you're the third biggest media market. Go. And yeah, they're, they're not well-run. Yeah. That's it's, it's, what that's what it is. You have to be a, a well-run franchise to be good. And like Botan, I was saying, there's only so many elite players that's going to go along. And that's not saying guys don't work on their games. It's just it's a talent. It's, it's talent, skill, it's athleticism. You know, it's some guy. You know, it's, it's that's only so many guys that are that that tall and athletic in the world, right? Right. So you right. got to be able to forget those those guys to fit in the, the pieces that fit together. Like, you know, before we, you know, switch up like, you know, Boogie Cousins, before we started, Boogie Cousins is going to the, he's going to the Warriors, right? Warriors. Now, on taking, he's making, he, now, he, now he blew his Achilles, now he would be a max guy if he wasn't. But he's taking a short deal for $5.3 million. That's smart, that's smart roster management. They were like, huh, let's use our mid-level exception to get an all-NBA talent. We'll let him take his time, get back in the shade, let him heal up, and then by playoff time, he can give us something off the bench. He'll probably leave that next year, and he'll be able to get, and then he'll be able to get his money, and this will help us get another champion. That's what great organizations do. They spend the resources, the money, and everything else to make the teams better. And it's just the East. I mean, look at look at the Brooklyn Nets. Look what a team they had. They made that horrible trade to get Kevin Garnett and to get uh, Paul Pierce. They made that trade to get Darren Williams. That didn't work. So they gave up all those pieces. What are the Nets are now? Like they've they've how many? They've had to switch with Boston twice, and you know, and they've had to give up first round picks twice. So you four potential impact players they've lost out on because they've been badly ran. The Knicks. I mean, Chicago. I mean, those are three big markets. Look how sad long Philadelphia was sad. Washington, right. the Wizards. Shout out to Mike Jackson. Right. And Ernie Grunfeld is a horrible GM. He's one of the worst GMs in the league. 
that dude trades draft picks to just to to make up from um, free agent mistakes yeah. that he that he makes. He's horrible. He got a contract extension. He's been there 15 years. They haven't got to the second round, but I think once. He's trash. And you're in one of the biggest media markets. The DMV is huge. Yeah. That's not on. Uh, that's that's. I can't blame the West the, for the you know, so That's bad roster management. That's what it comes down to. Horrible roster no management. Doubt, horrible, horrible front office. So people get upset about it. Talking about, oh, you know, I'm just give up. No, no, no. You, you have to expect your team. I'm a Pacer fan. They've made some moves that I haven't been a, a big fan of over the years. But you have to you have to be smart. They know when to hold them, when to fold them. That's what's going on, yeah. man. So let me ask you no this. Doubt, did man. you expect PG to stay in Oklahoma City? Uh, I did. I, I expected him to stay in Oklahoma City. I, I think that it was one of those things that there was a shot that he would go to L.A. just because of all the stuff that he talked that, you know, he had said he wanted to play there, so forth and so on. But he he had made comments, and, and Russell, Russell Westbrook had made comments that they really – um, bonded like on the on the off of the basketball court type level like they were really cool with each other they kind of developed their friendship or whatnot and uh, but so so you pay I paid attention to a lot of that stuff through throughout the regular season and going into the off season with, with both of them talking so I had a feeling that he was probably going to end up staying um, and then you know keeping keeping mellow um, with them too I know that they said that. They they want to have another year to try to you know really play well together, working out chemistry, working out roles, that sort of deal. Melo was saying he had to adjust, and so I I I felt like they would probably once Melo said that he was going to stay. Also, I think that that was more added to it. Like, hey, let's try to make this thing work. Uh, I don't want to just jump around and bounce around and jump ship. So I, I kind of figured that you know was going to happen with PG. Uh, I, personally, I think it was a great. I think it was the right move for him, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I started saying, I started seeing that because he had the ESPN special, and from 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 what we see of PG, because I've never met the brother, even when he played with the Pacers, I've never seen him. It's hard when he's having that free agency special to get on there and make a decision to leave a team. You know, it takes it it takes a lot to do that. Not that I mm-hmm. I'm upset that somebody does it, but look what look at what LeBron and Kevin Durant went through, and PG is not he's not setting he's not you know he's not those guys. He, He's a very he's a good player, but he's like a superstar to me. So just imagine what type of he you know type of criticism he would take. Also, the way PG got it set up, you know he re-ups after two years with the contract to make up to two hundred ninety million in seven years and not get any of the blame. When OKC doesn't play well, who's gonna get the blame? Westbrook. Yeah, Russ. He's yep. going. Russ is gonna get all the blame, man. So. PG man, he it seemed like he wanted that Sports Center a little special for people to you know, and I guess maybe I fell into the trap because I watched it, but I'm like, yo, you, you like you chasing fame and can't count and clout, man. So, you know, yeah. hopefully it all works out. And I don't want the cat to win the championship now since he's sparring my Pacers. He can get to the second round and be playoff P and hit the backboard, you know, on some game winning shots. But you know, <laughs> playoff. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm glad the brother got got paid, man. So, man. So it's been crazy, okay. man. So what? So you know. So NBA what other free agency, man? Been wild. Man, NBA, yeah, the NBA free agency be having you live. Like, damn, boy, I can't wait for the season. And that mug just ended a few weeks ago. What right. did it end like three weeks ago? Man, NBA because it's fairly surpassed the NFL. The NFL is like all season. Okay, you got a little bit of free agency. Guys get franchised in the draft, and then and then in the wait, then the training camp. The NBA is they stay 
reveling in the news 24-7. Even that award show that I didn't watch the whole thing. I thought I watched a little bits and pieces of it, man. They just they do a wonderful job of the way they treat their players and marketing their product. But let me ask you this, man. Yeah. yeah. So, you, I don't know. Did you see the, that fight between the Philippines and Australia today? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see that. <laughs> Yo, let's talk talk about it, man. (laughs) What's up with your boy Thon Maker, man? That dude tried two high knee lifts, man. You see the first one that dude like trying to jump over? (laughs) He did like a a Fowlsbury, what's the little thing? How you do the thing in the high school? You have to do the uh, jump with the high jump. But the boys, he's back in like the 50s. They would jump, you know, jump uh, the the other way instead of like the flop. I had to do it now. Yo, my man jumped knee first into a crowd. Yeah, man. When I when I when I saw that, the the very <laughs> the very first thing I thought of was Jake the Snake Roberts from WWE, <laughs> WWF. And he used to set boys up with the high knee lift where he would like do it and he would like smack your back like as he <laughs> as he as he connected with it. Like that's the first thing I thought about. I was like, man, Tom Maker been watching eighties wrestling right now, like, early nineties wrestling, dude, for real. Yeah, that, that, that brought with that bro, oh, there's nothing wrong with because I'm a wrestling fan. My, my boys are wrestling fans. We watch it, so. Um, but yeah, man, that 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 high knee lift was ill. And then the the another ill part, another ill part was when the little the little guy, the little Filipino guy, he like he tried to hit a blow like that. That Ryu, all you can dag on punch. He like jumped in the air and like he almost connected. Like he connected with like dude's shoulder neck area. But he like jumped in the air, but when he jumped. It was almost like a layup line jump. Like he really jumped to hit that dude in the face, man. Like, it, like I was like, either that dude is like really, really small, or or oh, whoever this other guy is it has to be like seven foot three or something. Because like the way he jumped, like you could tell that he put a lot of effort into the jump. And when you look, like I paused it, and I mean, it was it was literally like a good like a few feet yeah. off the floor. Like man. He, uh, all I heard was like, "Oh, you can." <laughs> hey man, did you see the? Did you see the boy Andre Blatch? My man came with the big John Stud half punch, oh, yeah. half that going clothesline. Man, Andre Blatch, you know he became a a Philippine citizen. Man, he's out there. He's out there raining hell on boys, man. And yeah. where was Delhi? I know Delhi was on the roster. I didn't see Delhi. I didn't Deli see Delhi like either. A, a scrappy young, a scrappy young lad. I'm sure Mel yeah, Gibson De- got De- some boys hyped up. Like, damn. Deli looked like, like he'd be the kind of dude that, like, in the midst of a fight, like, in a, in a skirmish, like, he would, like, bite you, like, right in the middle of your back. Like, he was, yeah. it would just be, like, something random. Like, he looked like one of those type of cats. Like, you never, like you don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, like, like, how he, like, like Danny Ainge biting, biting Tree Rollins or something like that, man. But shout out to, you know, shout out to the Philippines and, and Australia, man, for, you know, for letting them fly today in international competition. I like that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Let's swing on somebody international competition. So, and then I seen somebody got hit with a chair too. Excuse yeah, I, I thought it. I somebody thought from uh, the, I think somebody from the Philippines threw a chair. So you know, they with it, man. Don't mess with them, man. Don't mess with them at all, man. But both time, man, I'm gonna let you, you know, World Cup prediction. I'm I don't really know too much about soccer, man. So. Tell me, oh, man, man. Who, 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 so tell me who you think is your favorite to win the World Cup. Ah, well, number number one, I'm salty because I planned on watching the Brazil-Mexico game uh, match today. Uh, I, I thought I was going to have a moment of time where I could catch a little bit of it while I was in the office, but I did not. Goddamn meetings. My damn admin filled my daggone day up with meetings. So, uh, nonetheless, 
uh, Brazil has my favorite player. I'm a Neymar fan, uh, and I and I had said earlier I, I want Brazil to win, and I figured it would you know uh, Germany might play a role, but Germany got upset. They did not even make it to the to the tournament round. So um, I'm going to still rock with with my squad. I'm gonna rock with Neymar. Um, they beat Mexico today. Mexico was talking a lot of shit before this match too, and. Uh, Brazil came out and beat them 2-1, and uh, Neymar kind of let them know, like, hey, you was doing a little bit too much talking, and now you're going home type deal. So uh, Neymar, Neymar, you know, done his thing or whatnot. Um, excuse me. Um, and then, in, in, I guess you could say in other, in other news, <laughs> um, um, Spain and Russia tied, uh, which which was uh, good for Russia. So they, they are the ones that are going to advance. So Spain is out. That's well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If they tied, did they yeah. not go to the penalty kicks? Uh, yeah, so what, they tied. Russia ended up getting getting them 4-3. Oh, okay. So, so okay, they did. So, okay. yeah. I the way you made it sound, it made it sound like they just tied and they didn't get the penalty kick. I don't know too much no, so there's, about soccer. There's, points, there's, there's like point system involved. It's like where you're ranking. It was like your rank and all that type of stuff. So I, I wasn't trying to get like too, too in-depth. No, no, no. Um, I want to, to know. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who was my man who got – who fell today and like rolled on the ground like twenty yards, but wasn't nothing wrong with him. He had a yellow jersey on. Oh, That's somebody from Brazil. I missed that. Uh, probably hey, man, they... probably from Brazil. Brazil has on yellow. I know. I know it wasn't Neymar. He 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 he's not necessarily known as a flopper. So um, I have yeah. to go back and I have to go back and see. I I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, he, they, they were running. He just got tripped. Go ahead. Yeah, France. France is another team that I like. Um, uh, I, I see. I, I'm surprised at how well they have done. I like France. They they played Argentina um, and they beat Argentina four um, three. France has been. They're just consistently strong. They're the type of team that just is like always there, and they can get a good little run and, and beat you. Um, excuse me. And then um, um, tomorrow, the game I'm looking forward to is uh, Colombia and England. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty good matchup too. So. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. But I'm pro- personally, I'm rocking with Brazil. Um, I'm hoping that they take it and, and bring it on, bring it on uh, home, bring the championship. I should say home, but bring it, bring the championship back to Brazil, just because I, I'm, I'm a big Neymar fan. All right, one more soccer question, and we'll move on. So, man, uh, obviously Argentina is done. Yo, they've been reading. They've been reading Messi. For filth, oh, yeah. dude up in Canada yeah. was like he—he's nothing when he plays on the. He only is really great when he plays other great players. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. watch this. I don't know how true that is or not. So I mean, my favorite Matt, soccer Matt, player is Diego Maradona because he gets down, he gets loose the way I like it, kicking it. But what? Tell me about <laughs> Messi, man. What do you, how do you do? You, do you think some of that is true, or is you know he just kind of got you know just kind of get the yips when it comes to the World Cup? I, I think that I think that a lot of people hate Messi. Um, it, 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 the funny thing is, you either love Messi or hate Messi, and it's kind of the same thing with Ronaldo. You either love Ronaldo or hate Ronaldo. Funny thing is, both of them are going home now. Um, two of the biggest names in soccer. Uh, 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 you know, so I, I, it's just one of those things that you either love him or hate him. Uh, Messi, Messi has a tendency to um, get a bad rap because he kind of he kind of reminds you of a LeBron. Like he's he's great at what he does, but there's times where he will try to set up another a teammate to to make a play, or he knows that he's going to get a lot of attention, so he will try to set up a play where people think that he needs to be aggressive and strike a little bit more. 
um, he tends to kind of kind of play back and kind of play that that center mid role as opposed to to one of the upfield striker type roles. So uh, he gets a bad rap, and I, I relate it closer to LeBron because LeBron kind of gets the same type of bad rap when he doesn't take the last shot, so to speak, or something like that, or as as aggressive as people think that he should. When they're like, "Oh, LeBron should just take it to the post and you know facilitate and dominate down there." Messi kind of gets a lot of the similar rap, but just you know, with regards to soccer. So you so people prefer inefficient volume scores in soccer too, who who dress bad and who are hoop earrings. <laughs> Damn man, uh, I mean that must be like I, a, I must be like a world I must be like a worldwide phenomenon. Does he wear size eighty jeans too? Does he look Does he uh, look Does he look like a, a Argentinian Lucas Jr. Now he's he he is a he is an average size individual uh, as far as stature. Let's just say that he's. he's He's not he's not six six you know two twenty seven, six championship rings you know MVPs all that type of but he's not he's not that type of guy even though he has yeah, you know, he, also, he also title. he also didn't, he also <laughs> didn't really he also didn't really beat any great teams either but that's neither here nor there oh but uh <laughs> man, so but I'm just I'm just curious man so shout out to Ronaldo too man I saw Ronaldo a couple of years ago had the cap of fade man so he was he was representing hey. man. Hey, Ronaldo! Ronaldo still representing, man. You get, <laughs> go, go, go look at a couple pics of him. He's he still representing. He, I, I can see Ronaldo breaking out a little shimmy right now. You know, if, if need be. Yeah, hey, shimmy, Ronaldo, that, shimmy Ronaldo, that ass back to Yeah, pretty much. Ronaldo's the the type of cat though. Ronaldo, that he 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 kind of reminds you of a of a Drake type. Like he he he's kind of fiery when it comes to certain things. He lashes out a lot, and I think that's some of the things that people are, are turned off on with Ronaldo. He's a very talented soccer player, but I think that people look at his personality like ah, you know, he he says this or he says that or he acts in a certain way. He's he's uh he's slightly sensitive, but but kind of like it's almost like he's overcompensating, like really aggressive for no reason sometimes. All right, man. So that was the grown man this World Cup preview. So our next show will definitely be updated. So when is it? When is the championship? Uh, the final. Excuse me. The final is Sunday the fifteenth, July fifteenth. All right. So we still. Uh, so we still got a little while. A little while to go, man. So yeah. Hey, man. Got, I mean, we're still we're still in the first round of the of the of the bracket um, of the of the bracket game. So uh, tomorrow, Sweden and Switzerland play, and Colombia and England both play tomorrow. Um, and then your next games will be on the Saturday. All right. Or should I say, should I say Friday and Saturday, should I say? All right, man. So the last time we talked, I was getting ready to watch the BET Awards. You know, and next thing you know, before the show started, I seen Nipsey Hussle slap the piss out this dude, man. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw so that. So when you when you see when you see Nipsey smack a man and like the in the quote, you know, Charlie Murphy, you know, smacking ain't never been fashionable. You know, that has to be a duel. Somebody gotta gotta die. Yo, what do you do in that case that that if Nipsey Hussle smacks you in the damn face, he smacks the dude too. Yeah, he yeah he he smacked dude pretty damn hard. I mean, I, I you, you you number one and like you said, Charlie Murphy said smacking ain't fast. When you get slapped like that that damn hard out in public in the scene and you know in the scene like that, you the only thing left for you to do is is like you said, you you, you got to go for the gusto. You got to go at Nipsey. Dude, kind of just kind of you know faded to the side. <laughs> yeah, shout out Fifty Cent, get the strap. Uh, yeah, but the there's strap. no way that, that there's no way you should have walked away off of that man. It, it, I mean. 
you at least go you at least go down with a you know throw throw a couple of haymakers or something throw do something. Uh, uh, I'm getting but yeah, I, I get packed I think, out. I think. I, I think know the funniest part of that is though Nipsey slapped dude like he slapped him hard as hell. But I believe Nipsey went on stage. I think they said like 17 minutes later. It was oh uh, like he performed real, like casual, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it was like a real casual like smooth transition into the performance, and that was the that was the funny part about it to me was like I mean I didn't see the BET awards. I just heard about it. and I saw like the little video clips and stuff. But it was like it was like real smooth. Like nothing ever happened. And I'm like, hey man, you know shout out to Nipsey Hustle. He's like, look man, I'm about. I ain't gonna let no 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 bullshit mess up my chances of performing and you know possibly getting asked to perform again. I ain't messing up my money. I deal with this cat later. So shout out to Nipsey Hustle for keeping his composure and just going on stage 17 minutes after open hand slapping another grown man. <laughs> hey man, that's that's man. This is, that's that's wild, man. Hey man, I had to go ahead and get that because I like Victory Lap. Well, as the internet call it, Victory Slap. I had to run through it again. I said, damn, this mug slaps <laughs> literally, not figuratively. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna got some knocks. So yeah, shout out to Nipsey, man. I watched the BET Awards. It was cool. I was reading online. They said they had a couple people pull out. Like I think they said Donald, uh, Childish Gambino was supposed to perform, and then Janet Jackson was supposed to perform. And then you know when Joe, Joe Jackson got sick, she pulled out. So like usually the big performance they have at the beginning didn't happen. But I liked the uh, hmm. the Anita Baker tribute because I like Anita Baker, and I liked the uh, Daniel Caesar and her. That was my highlight of the show right there. So it was cool, man. I love the people who can sing live and Daniel Caesar and her. They they uh they, they showed yeah. out. So I was happy happy to see that, man. It was easy for people I'm to, a fan to of beat both up of their music. BT awards all the time, but you know I I enjoy it when I didn't watch the whole thing. It was doing things, but you know they stayed represented. But man, transition man, to it's something that we had a lot more. When we got really our I don't call them fans because that's whack to me. I call people like our, 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 our people. You know, last year we were talking about power, and power season five is back. And mm-hmm. damn, damn, Tariq, and that's the son of Ghost. He needs to die. And I usually, most people are like, dang, Mike J, why are you trying to say that a teenager needs to die? Tariq got his sister killed. Ghost and the family, they try to go for revenge. The married man, they helped get his sister killed, you know, in a roundabout way. Tariq warns him to not get killed. So anytime you see like a little 16-year-old boy with a badass attitude, get the strap. Tariq, I got a few people on, on, got a few people on power who deserve to die. Tariq is number one. Dre, who's number two. Uh, man, I'm going to have to go with the Lorenz Takes character, the councilman. Number three. And number four, I'm going to have to go with uh, with Todd's lawyer, Ghost. And five John Mock for people who watch Power. If you haven't seen it, you know definitely get get up, get us a grown man ish. But those are my five people. Every week that when we do this show, I'll be recapping on people who deserve who I want to die on Power. The list is probably going to change, but those are the five people who I want to die on Power episode after episode one. So check out episode every one. Week. <laughs> after episode one, man, T- Tariq is public enemy number one, bro. Tariq. If I was a white if I was a white man, I'd get you shot down dead. Ugh, this is infuriating, man. You gonna turn your back on your damn family for this? Right. It's sickening, man. Hey man, one of the funny parts of the show yesterday, Kanan, which is fifty cents, she's like, You gonna open up the door for me? He's like, Nah, your arms ain't broke. I said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, every, 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 man, every damn season, man, Kanan gives it some laughs. 
the one a couple seasons ago, he told his uh his sons he uh you know he was messing with his son's mother after he got out of prison. He told he told his son that his mother had the best ass in New York. And then last season yeah. after Ghost got into some got into some trouble, he told Ghost of Suntory, yeah, the ghost killed somebody. He said, hey, nigga, he did that shit. <laughs> so yo, man, like I said, that <laughs> that Kane and fifty cent character, it seems like there's not too much separation for them in real life. I don't see, you know, fifty really acting to be Kane. I don't see him like jumping out of himself to become Kane. And I feel like this is this segue, a natural segue to he personally probably First person he probably is. I see him acting like Kanan in the G Unit offices all the time against Tony Ayo, Lloyd Banks, <laughs> and the other cats. <laughs> he already did that against Young Buck. Stay close. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So like I said, those are my five, man. Four, you know. So Tariq, Dre, Council the Councilman, Tasha's lawyer, John Mock. Those are my list of five people on Power who I want to die after episode one, and it may change after episode two. And I ain't even talking about Angela Valdez. I've been wanting her to die for a long time, but she will not die. Damn. Hey man, <laughs> she, she low down, bro. How you gonna be? How you gonna break up a damn happy home and then try to get boys ran up on the feds and stuff? Try to get ghosts taken down. It's damn sickening. All right, man. So let's hop to this music, bro. So you know you brought up Drake early. Have you checked out Scorpion? Uh, I have not. I've I, I, I've listened to two songs, so, and I don't feel, I don't consider that checking it out. So uh, I plan on trying to listen to it um, as, as part of my holiday groove, my 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 Fourth of July groove, just to try to check it out. So I cannot comment too much on it. I can comment on all the memes that I've seen, but I cannot comment on the music. So I'm gonna have to let you roll and take the lead on this one. I listen to it, man, and it's just like I don't know. You don't really feel like something is not. The music isn't bad. It just doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's coming from an authentic, real place. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's nothing about him that's like, like he'll listen. He'll have these songs and basically complaining about being rich and and women trying to take advantage of him. But then he like low key dogs women out. And even the song about it, you know, his son and it, I don't know. There's a couple songs on there that, that are pretty nice, but I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't resonate with me, man. It just feel like it is, it's missing some heart. I'm not saying he got to be crying on the track because he's already doing that. But you know, you did something you can tell. It's just it's something missing. It's kind of like I was thinking oh, about right. it today. How how No Limit made all those albums. So Drake makes all these long albums, but Cash Money didn't come out of nearly as much product, but the product was better. Yeah, that's how I feel, man. It's just like yo, 24 songs, Drake having a double disc. I could have been cool with 10, 12 at the most. He got a couple bangers yeah. on there. But it's just kind of like, it's just redundant after a while. Then all that singing and all that type of stuff. Not saying I don't like a melodic rap, but it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just, it just doesn't have any heart heart to it. I mean, it doesn't, the music doesn't, I guess, give me any type of feel. I'm just like, I listen to it and I was like, oh, okay. Conversely, I've been listening to that new J-Rock and that mug bangs. And just, oh, yeah? So, yeah, J-Rock is nice, man. It's like, he's, Yo, he's, he's J Rock is different from T because he's coming. He, his experience, his life experience is, is way different than Kendrick. But he, that, that J Rock is nice. Then he got a song talking out. about. Yeah, J Rock is nice, man. He got like it's like thirteen cuts and twelve of them were like bangers. I was listening to that mug last night, and that J Rock is nice. But Drake, it just doesn't have any feeling for me, man. And 
You know, it's not even nothing. It's just like maybe something if I was like single and I had like a young lady in the ride and she liked it, I probably would put it on. But if it was anybody that I cared about, like, nah, let's, let's put, unless she really was in the Drake, I would be like, let's put something else on, man. Because it, it doesn't have any feeling to me. So it's not bad, but it's kind of like, eh. Like to me, if you've heard one Drake record, you've heard them all. And that's just kind of how I feel about it, man. So just shout out to some of You know, let us know what y'all feel about Scorpion. I know some people are talking about it's a classic, but, you know, let us know what you think. I'm not going to knock no you. Doubt. just not, not my cup of tea. So also, man, so let's transition from that, man. Let's, July 1st, 1997, Puff Daddy and the family released No Way Out. Bowtie, we were 15 years old at the time. You yeah, know, this, yeah. was a, this, was, this, was, this was a banger after Biggie had died in March. And Diddy came in there and dropped and dropped No Way Out, man. So tell me your favorite cuts off No Way Out. Uh, my my two favorite cuts off No Way Out was Victory and <clears throat> excuse me and um, excuse me, can't nobody hold me down. Those are my those are my two my my personal two favorite cuts on there. Um, I also liked, of course, I I, I kind of like I'll be missing you. It kind of had a kind of had a little you know a little flow. You uh, Biggie Death and all that type of stuff. Um, I like is this the end? Um, I liked all about the Benjamins, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna say can't nobody hold me down. And victory are my two favorite songs, and then all about the Benjamins and is this the end um, as, as my top four. Yeah, I gotta go with victory. I gotta go. I love you, baby. I like Young G's. I like Benjamins. I like this is the end. Yeah, I mean, I like can't nobody hold me down too. Those are probably like my. If I listen to it, those are the, always the songs. Those are my go-to. Five cuts off an of, off a of, uh, off of no way out, man. So that's crazy because right. you know, after all this stuff happened, man, they still released them. And also like uh, Be around the world. That was another one of my songs. Be around like, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was another. That was another song. That's why I ain't gonna lie. I used, to, I used to take them bad boys off the radio because I didn't have forty nine four ninety nine for the single. So hell yeah, I'll take that mug off to take that mug off the radio. But man. So all right, brother. Yeah, man. I'm gonna that, let you bang an album, man. I'm gonna let you cook on this, brother. This week or last week was the thirtieth anniversary of coming to America. I know that's oh, I mean that's, that's, I know that's one of our favorite movies, but I think you might that's not my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, but and uh my favorite Eddie Murphy movie is Boomerang. But no, can, go ahead, man, your your favorite your favorite parts of coming to America. Hey man, or coming just, to America. Coming to America is my favorite, my personal favorite movie of all time. Like hands down, that is my personal favorite movie of all time. Um, I I can't even tell you that. I can't even, in my opinion, I can't even tell you a bad scene, man. Like my one of my favorite scenes. <clears throat> excuse me, one of my favorite scenes is when my when uh, Eric LaSalle showed up at the crib, um, and, and John Amos. He was like. Uh, he kept on ringing the doorbell, <laughs> trying to see Lisa. And John Amos said he had the little, the little. Uh, I don't even know what type of dog it was. It was in the rain. My man said, "I warned you, didn't I, Dottie? Get him!" Yeah. <laughs> so I was beating that dog with, <laughs> with the with the daggone roses or flowers or whatever. Yeah. Amos shut the door and kept on kept it moving. I mean, you had that. You had the kind of a little bit after that same same uh, scene where you know a little bit later after the party started, and uh, or after the party was over. I mean, uh, you know, her king's family, you know, uh, James Earl Jones, you know, the king and the queen, they came to his house and they was, you know, kind of giving giving John Amos shit about Lisa, and he, he was like, I don't. He said, "This is America, Jack. I don't care who you are. 
You say one more thing about my daughter, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna shove my foot up your royal ass. <laughs> I mean, I mean that was a classic. Hey man, that was a that was a scene. My my other toward the beginning where where Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy were training and they was in that little fighting little thing. And my yeah. man said, "You say you like a woman who you, you know, I'd rather have a woman obey your every command, but you'd rather have a woman who has a pain." Yeah. <laughs> he, said, real. he said, "He said you'd rather have a woman with a pretty face, backside, and thick yeah. hair like a Hey man, it's so many damn scenes in that movie, man. They was in the club <laughs> and they was they was with the little twins that was beatboxing. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Peaches and I'm the best. And I'm the best. All the demons you no. want to fill my breast. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. No. No, my hey, low man, key movie. part of the club scene is when uh she's like, I'm with the group thing and Simi started cheesing. <laughs> hey man, yeah. Hey, then you had you had when they first got to the apartment and my man came falling down them stairs. He uh, was like, Yo, get your ass up. Yeah, yeah. You really Yeah. You come Yeah. That's my favorite, man. And that is my I literally can watch that movie and I can I can recite verbatim every line throughout the whole movie. Anytime anybody watches that movie with me, they're like, Will you shut up and go somewhere? So I also have to watch that movie by myself, man, because that's that's just my favorite movie, man, of all time. You know, shout out to everybody who made that movie, everybody who was in that movie. I don't care if it was Arsenio, James Earl Jones, Eddie Murphy, whoever the hell it was, if you were extra, like everybody played their part in that movie, man. That's that's a great ass movie. <laughs> uh one of my low key favorite characters when Arsenio was playing the Reverend. You have to oh, yeah. make it like this. When he died down low. <laughs> He said, he helped get, 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 get off the island. island. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, man, that dude was hilarious. And uh, let me see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and also another funny part is when, uh, you yeah, know, Daryl was saying, oh, yeah, Mr. Rand- <laughs> Jackson Heights only, Randy Watson. Oh, Mr. this is Randy my reverend man. right here. This is my reverend. And then how he kissed <laughs> Arsenio, and he like, Isn't and we so kissed lovely? the reverend, he like wiped his face off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, man, my man in the audience was like, "That boy good." He said, mm, "Good, terrible." terrible. <laughs> then he put Don't the chicken it. bone. In, he put, he put the chicken bone up in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Don't you yell, <laughs> you know, don't you yell at me. I whoop your ass, clashes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, my part is in. He's like, "Damn, why would you put in your ass some ultra pies? No, nothing uh, but fruits yeah. and berries. Shit." <laughs> 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 Mr. Clems, what does a man find a good, clean woman? Yeah. The church, the library? <laughs> well, I'm about to go. Yeah. And I love that movie, too, man. I know every scene. Hey, you know, man. Every, 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 my, man, my man cut his tail off. He's yeah. Like, that would be $8. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that, that man, you know, Simi, Simi was a beast, man. He's just like, okay, hey, man. Like my pot change. If you would at least help, I'll never forgive you. Yeah, like I said, that's another one I can watch that. But shout out to my Aunt Jackie, man. She had the tape. It had House Party. It had Coming to America. And it had the five heartbeats all on one VHS tape. You know, back oh, in the man. day, you know, before before people had DVDs and Blu-rays, you had them on demand and all that stuff. You had them tapes. So she had that damn tape. 
with them three classic movies on that bad boy. Bruh. You already knew. You was in that. You was that. That was the whole night right there. You was good. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff right there. No fast forward. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, that's good stuff right there, bro. Yeah, man. So coming to America, man, a classic. A classic. I haven't seen it in a while. Usually it comes on TV all the time. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing in a Probably a few months. Usually when it come on, I'll watch the, I'll watch. I just haven't seen the whole thing in a while, man. But uh, yeah, man. So if you could, so they're talking about remaking Coming to America. You know, they've talked about it for a few times over the years. Would you be in support of it? I don't know, man. I that movie is so damn great, man. I, I think that, I think that it would just, it would just taint it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. I hope not, but. I would definitely go out and I would support it, you know, just so I could see it and see what it's all about. But I don't know if it would ever touch the, the original for me. Not at all, man. Not at all. Because, and also, when we finished the show up on this, Boomerang came out the same time in 1992. My favorite Eddie Murphy movie of all time. I think that's something that could be remade. So give me your favorite scenes from Boomerang, man. We'll close us on out. Oh man, uh, my favorite scene from Boomerang, uh, probably <clears throat> excuse me, probably definitely going to go with the scene where they was uh, where him or Marcus and, and Martin Lawrence character, David Algier's character, were at the restaurant, and Martin Lawrence was man. Did you hear what she said, man? She said, "Asparagus spears, man. Asparagus spears, man. It's racial. If it was white, it would have been asparagus tips." <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and then my my probably my other favorite uh, scene from that movie is when they was at the dinner table with David Allen Greer's daddy, aka uh, Pops, aka Yeah, <laughs> with the soul job, with the soul. Yeah. My, man, my man said, "What you got to do is you got to pop that pussy, pop that." Yeah. And he started reverse a little, it. A little, you got to reverse it. You got to yeah. reverse that. Pussy with Mark Lawrence. You pussy with. Nah, man, then, you, then, you, then you got my man with my man that was sniffing old girls' draws in the, in the oh, yeah. Mel- girls oh, yeah, oh yeah, man, he got some Sanje. Yeah, he was like, hey, he's a hole. <laughs> hey, they sniffed him and put him in his pocket. He was like, I'm, then other dude hey, was making the chemist. He was like, Marcus, she threw her underwear in my face. You wouldn't see Liz Taylor do that. She threw them in oh, my, my face. Marvelous. Yeah, he was just like. Yo, man, that commercial he had, man, he, yo, Mel was a sociopath, yo. Hey, Mel was <laughs> yo, extra kinky. Extra beyond extra kinky. But also, man, when David, when, uh, well, you know, when, when David Allen Greer's parents was in the bathroom, he was like, man, they in there hitting. He was like, oh, man, don't tell me your parents are smoking a, smoking a joint in my bathroom. He's like, no, man, they in there fucking. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, he come out, he's like, God damn. <laughs> He's like, she didn't marry me for my cooking. <laughs> yo, wow, yo, I couldn't even imagine then. You know, you go somewhere, your parents is getting smashing out. Ugh. Ugh. Makes me want to vomit. Yo, that's beyond <laughs> disgusting, man. Yo, that's like, yo, that's 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 like worse than like somebody putting a Scud missile or damn uh, North Korea dropping a bomb on us. Just the thought of that. Ugh. Ugh. Right. Yeah. Anyway, man. But yeah, that's like that. I mean, two of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies, man. I can watch either one of those Eddie Murphy movies. You know, if they come on right now, I'm gonna watch both of them, man. Classic, oh, yeah. man. You know that that long. You know, you know. I just love. I love those two, man. So, so shout out to Boomerang, man. Shout out to Coming to America. Great, 
great films. You know, you can watch all the time, man, and still laugh at those jokes. Great cast and everything else, man. So, uh, yep. hey, man, so I, I think we about ready to close on that, my brother. So you got any final thoughts for the people? Uh, you know, I just want to be to leave the people with this. Uh, number one, uh, we appreciate y'all still rocking with us. You know, we're back in the habit, uh, giving y'all what y'all, what y'all look for, what y'all tell us y'all need, and, you know, hopefully we can bring bring some different things to your day and to your life. But I'm going to leave you guys with this uh, motivational quote. Surround yourself with those who see greatness in you, even when you don't see it in yourself. Um, and that just says a lot. You speak, uh, I, I like that quote. It stuck out to me, um, not just this week, but, but the previous week as well. Um, as we stayed at the top of the show, my Jay and I have been doing a lot, uh, going through a lot um, in various aspects. Um, in, our, in our circle, our family, um, not only, you know, our, our, our family, you know, that, that we were born into, but our family as a collective, all of our brothers, you know, shout out Mike Jack, shout out Dap, shout out Pierre, shout out Ray Day, uh, shout out uh, uh, Rick. You know, we all, we all support each other as, as black men and black brothers, um, and all of us go through different things. And we still continue to push each other. We still continue to uplift each other, even when things are kind of going awry or um, going to going astray or whatnot. You know, we still do that. So, oh, I like that 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 quote stuck out to me because it's, it's more than yourself. You're in you're in this more than for more than yourself. So make sure that the people that you surround yourself with have your your same interest in mind for you as well as as for the collective. Yeah, man, uh, definitely for me, man, it's just if you get your family, your friends, your kinfolk, man, make sure you love them, you, you hold on, you embrace them, let people know, man, that you always love them. You know, you don't, you know, however it is, you, you get that, that experience across, man. Uh, rest peace, my cousin, I came, you know, he passed away, you know. We, Absolutely. You know, definitely, man, this was my OG cousin. When I was a kid, I looked up to him because his shoes was always fresh, played football. You know, you, you know, he could drive, he, could, he drove like 100 miles an hour and all that type of stuff, man. Actually, he introduced me to Martin Lawrence. And I was like, I think it was 10 or 11 when You So Crazy came out, and he let me sneak and watch it, man. So, Shout out to him. Rest in peace, man. Family. I definitely will see y'all in a few days, man. So, yes, man, loving and love and embrace your people, man, because life is short and you don't never you know when your time is to go. You always want people to know that you got love for them. So that's just that one something I want to leave y'all with. No doubt. All right. So definitely we'll All catch right. y'all next week, man. So, you know, we missed y'all. So we definitely will be, we'll be back in the swing of things. So we'll holler at y'all. Holler at y'all. Peace. Later. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details. 
Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.